Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. Today we have a special guest is Natasha Lee from Chakra Bliss Tea Company. Excited for you to be here, Natasha. Um, Thank you, sis, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome. So what kind of tea are you drinking today? I mean, being that you own a tea company, I mean, what kind of tea? I'm excited. Right. Well, I am drinking the Goddess Manifestation Blend, and it is a scrumptious melody of fruits and flowers bursting with flavor and free of caffeine, sis, if anybody is worried about the caffeine, right? And it has tart cranberries and slivers of orange peel and chunks of apple. And this yummy tea blend just shimmers with natural sweetness and it releases the tang of an autumn orchard into the room. So it just smells really fragrant and wonderful. And it also, um, it's just capped off with some hibiscus flowers, right? So it's sweet and tart and tangy and it is a deep, bold, rich red color, right? So it's gonna support your root chakra and it's just an amazing tea blend. That is what is in my cup today. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> you know what? I'm having the same tea. Thank you for sharing with me. <laughs> Manifesting goddess. Absolutely. And that hibiscus um, is known for boosting the immune system and relieving anxiety. So it's a tea that literally transports you into a peaceful uh, lovely space and it smells delicious so check with your doctor or your herbalist to make sure it fits in your health regimen yeah yes, yes and I am an herbalist and a master tea blender um and so I just really have a love for making blends that support um support you I have a heart for uh tapping into women, right? And, and supporting yeah. them with tea because we love our tea time. And so why not make it beneficial for them, right? Why not make it healthy? And why not make it something that's going to benefit their bodies, right? And not just soothe their spirit and soothe their soul, but something that's really good for them, right? So that is what I like to do. I love it. And I love that you said it was for uh, the heart chakra. That's something. Root chakra, root chakra. Root chakra. Yes, because we, your root chakra is what's going to keep you grounded, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so to be able to get into that heart chakra, you have to be grounded, right? And rooted. So this is good. And that's where that deep red color from the tea comes in. It supports your root chakra. So that's that's it, girl. Well, we got a good conversation here. And we're going to start off with like, um, what are tea rituals? Because it's like the first time I'm hearing anything about tea rituals. Right. So tea rituals and tea ceremonies go back 
hundreds of years, right? Thousands of years, to be honest. Um, and tea ceremonies are have traditionally been done in some form in all cultures, right? Um, even um, in modern times, women have always gathered around the table over a cup of tea, right? Away from the men, right? To yes. solve their issues, uh, commune, right? Come together, um, support one another. And generally, it's all been over a cup of tea um, in many different cultures, right? They all gather over a cup of tea. And so women have been doing that for years and years and years. And so um, I am carrying on the tradition. I actually fell in love with tea growing up with my, my great aunt. Um, she used to have tea parties and these elaborate brunches at her home. And I noticed when, you know, I was young, she would just gather the women. They would come to her home and they would be all dressed up, girl, like dressed to the nines. Right. Yeah. And they would come dressed up, ready to have a cup of tea and just gather together and commune with one another. And I watched that growing up and I said, you know what? I want to do the same thing. I'm a natural gatherer anyway with the mm -hmm. other work that I do. But um, it's something about gathering the women together over a cup of tea, right? We, we support one another. We talk about what's going on with each other and we come in full support mode. And that's what a tea ceremony that's really what it's about. That's what it was about thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago, and that is still what it's about today. And so, so what are some of the, you know, tea rituals that you do? Um, is that something that you do over a cup of tea? Because you're right, tea tea rituals are all about community, and it's always been that way. Yes, for a very long time. But what are some tea rituals that you do with? A cup of tea. I use tea in a very ritualistic way, right? So mm -hmm. for me, I my tea time is sacred. It's very important. And I use tea to manifest, to call in what I want, to set intentions all around a cup of tea. And so generally what I do is I'll prepare a, a cup of tea, but not like in a coffee mug, right? Like in a beautiful teacup with a saucer, something that does not have to cost a lot of money. You can go to like a home goods or, you know, just something like that and get a really beautiful teacup that makes you feel good, right? Something that you can have your tea ritual and your tea ceremonies in. And so what I like to do as a ritual is I will prepare a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I'll get a piece of paper, a post-it note or a little piece of paper, and I'll write an intention on it or I'll write what I want to manifest on it. And I will put it between the cup and the saucer. And so with each cup, with each sip, I will pick up my teacup, sip a cup of tea. And as I'm putting it down, I will say that intention or say what I want to manifest. And I will put the cup on the saucer. I will take a deep breath and I'll do it again. Take another sip. On the way back down to put the cup to the saucer, I say what it is I'm going to manifest or I say what my intention is and so on. For the length of my tea, right, for however long it takes to finish that cup of tea. And so that's one of the rituals that I do all of the time. Wow, that's ex so exciting. And I could see just being, I would say, grounded and peaceful and not in a rush, I could see that would generate, you know, a, a, 
exercise and attention of kind of an outcome. Am, am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, for sure. The um, other thing I like to do is I like to get a large jar or a large pitcher and I will fill it with purified water and I will sit it under the moonlight for a full moon. And I will use that water to prepare my cups of tea for the next couple of days. So that's also something that I like to do. The water is charged by the moonlight and it just, all these things are just little rituals you could do for yourself that help feed your spirit, right? Help lift you up. And so the tea is just, you know, much more enjoyable when you add these little rituals. Ah, that is so, that is so perfect. You know, I know that you are a spa owner. And what inspired you to become a spa owner? Because, you know, a spa owner, tea company, I could kind of see how it fits, but not exactly. Right. So, yes. So I have owned a day spa for 21 years. I absolutely love, um, as I mentioned earlier, pouring into women, right? I have a heart for women because we um, we give so much of ourselves, right? And never really um, get a full understanding of how to take care of ourselves. And so what I do is I just pamper women. I love on them. I am a massage therapist, an esthetician, mm-hmm. um, a Reiki master, a crystal reader. Um, <laughs> I do a lot, but all with the spirit in the spirit of nurturing women, mind, body, and soul. And so it's just something I've always loved to do from a young girl. I would always be making beauty products and, you know, all kinds of stuff. I remember uh, one little quick story. I was trying to make some bath salts and I must have been about 12 years old. And I took my mom's bottle of Estee Lauder. You remember how potent that was? <laughs> and I don't know. I was like a little chemist back then. Right. And I took my mom's bottle. I took like a table salt, Epsom salt, sugar, mixed it up. I poured like half a bottle and I called myself going to bake it in the oven. The whole house (laughs) was reeking. (laughs) But I'm saying I've had this in me for a long time to pamper women. And that is just what I really, really, really love to do. Um, And so from there, um, I started, you know, teaching sacred self-care. And so I I think I'm most known for doing sacred self-care retreats. Um, Pre-COVID, I would do them annually on a cruise to Mexico every other year in Paris, France. There's one coming up August 20th through 22nd in Sedona, Arizona. So you're going to be joining in October. We will be in Tulum, Mexico. So I hope you're going to join us. Oh, oh, definitely. Well, you know, I've been at the, the virtual one and that's the start of the process of taking on uh, self-care, not as in grooming, but as uh, a tea ritual and nurturing of the soul just by coming to your, um, you know, virtual, uh, oh my gosh, I think I had the wrong concept of uh, self-care and nurturing. I thought it was just grooming, but I guess it's, it's right. more about your spirit. And share right. more about that because that was a really oh, moving. Yeah, moment. because we we 
have a big, there's a big miscommunication about what self-care is. There's a clear distinction about what it is and what it is not. And a lot of times I hear women say, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a self-care day. I'm going to get my hair done and my nails done. And that is not self-care. That is grooming or maintenance. Self-care is soul deep and spirit led. It's not something you do. It's who you are, who you become. It is life work. It is ongoing. And so it, it takes commitment to want to really be in self-care and practice it. For me, self-care is a spiritual practice. Um, and so it's it's deeper than, you know, those things can be added to a self-care plan. And yeah. hey, like I said, I'm a spa owner. I'm a massage therapist. Yeah. I love doing that. Um, and, and those things are good for you. Yeah. But self-care is so much deeper. I love it. You said soul deep, spiritual led. Whoa, little different. <laughs> Very yes. nice. Wow. In midlife, you know, why is it important to slow down and to, you know, like nurture the spirit? Right. Because since, listen, we've been in this rat race with what society tells us we have to do. We got to keep up with the Joneses. We got to get the more letters behind our name, get the degrees, do this, do that. And, you know, before you look up, we got to care for our our aging parents. We got to take care of our adult children. We got the spouse or the partner or our sister friends that tap into us. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and is, now is the time to really focus on you, especially with the second part of your life, right? Yeah. Like we've given the first part of our life to everybody else generally, right? Yeah. And so now it's really time and this midlife season, hey, listen, I don't know what midlife means to you, but midlife is having fun and just doing those things that speak to your spirit, right? And it's the time to just like, Oh my God, do the thing that you've been wanting to do your whole life, but you haven't taken the time because you've been caring for everybody else. So that's why it's important. And listen, sis, you can just slow it down a little over a cup of tea, focus yourself and figure out what direction you want your life to be to be in in the second half of your life, right? This new season, you can gather your thoughts and your your composure all over a cup of tea. Mm, That is so brilliant because you can do that every day. I mean, this is not like, you know, like uh, every once in a while, that could be an everyday practice and keeps you present to yourself, your spirit, and where you're going from that point forth. So that is brilliant. Yeah. And that's what a ritual is, sis, and every day ah, practice. Got it. <laughs> well, what are some of the basic recommendations or advice can you, you know, share with us that we can start to take on? I mean, I just like you just mentioned, the tea ritual is uh, you know, literally, you know, focusing on and t- slowing down and staying in the moment when you're having a cup of tea. But what are some of the other basic rit- uh, rituals you could take on? So listen, sis, another ritual I have is choosing happiness and choosing joy. Mm-hmm. Happiness is like a fundamental choice, right? We can choose it at any moment. People think something grand has to happen before we can be happy. No, it's a choice. And so what happens is when you decide to choose happiness day after day or hour by hour or even moment by moment, sometimes it's that deep where you have to just choose something in every moment, right? But when you can choose happiness, 
and make that a ritual, make that a practice. Happiness turns into joy. And it's like when I said, you can really focus on what you want to do when you have joy bubbling on the inside, right? It just fuels you like, like fuel, right? Yeah. Um, and so that is another ritual. Listen, sis, this during this midlife season, yeah. I suggest women surrender to the idea of worthiness, joy, happiness, yeah. and peace. We deserve it and nothing less. I hear that. You got that in a nutshell. And it, that brings me up to uh, you know, all your wonderful teas. I noticed that uh, uh, one was manifesting goddess, manifesting truth, manifesting bliss, blood moon, manifesting temple blessings. And that I noticed there's so many other collections. If you can share with me, I'm not sure how many flavors you got going there, but I cannot deny this tea, manifesting goddess, is delicious. I'm just saying. I'm glad you like it, sis. (laughs) I'm so glad you like it. And it's like a dessert. And let me tell you, this particular blend, I will steep two cups of this Manifesting Goddess. Remember, it has all those fruit flavors, right? And it's a deep, rich, bold red. Um, So sometimes I'll take this tea and I'll steep two cups and leave it overnight. I'll then add a glass, uh, a bottle of sparkling wine and add some fruit and it's a lovely sangria. So you can do so much with this tea. I actually cook with tea. I use it for drinking, and but I cook with tea also. Honey, I, I will make a good cup of chai and soak my chicken in it. It's called chai drunken chai chicken. Oh my goodness. So I will make a steep, uh, I will steep some chai tea and let it sit overnight and get really full and rich bodied. And I will marinate my chicken in it and grill it or bake it. And I call it my drunken chai chicken. I love it. I'm going to try that one. (laughs) Well, how many different flavors of, of chakra bliss tea do you have? So I have well over 30 flavors, but I have the Manifesting Collection, which you're drinking one of those teas from the Manifesting Collection. I have the Chakra Collection, the Wellness Collection, the Wine Inspired Collection, the Chai Collection, and the Premium Collection. So each each collection has about seven teas or more. So there's a lot of different blends to choose from. And since what I say is you visit my website, you pick your mood and then pick your tea, right? It's yes. so much to choose from. And I have to say, they are all delicious. If I, I well, myself. <laughs> well, if you say so yourself, but I say so too, it's definitely delicious. What is your best seller? So like, that's something like, if you can't get it all, at least I can try that one. Right. So I have three that are really popular. The one you're drinking, the one I'm drinking, Manifesting Goddess and Blood Moon and Blue Velvet Chamomile. Those are my three top sellers. Ah, got it. And I have one that's in my premium collection. It's called Golden Honeysuckle Nectar. And I have one that's called Roses and Pearls. And the Roses and Pearls have really little tiny sugar pearls. And they're white. They look just like a little string of pearls, right? <laughs> and so it's just little things like that. And it's so decadent and rich. And it makes you feel good when you're drinking it. Ah, I hear you. You know, I love the name of your company, which is chakra bliss tea does this tea work with your shop i always wonder 
Right. So I do have a collection called the Chakra Collection. Each oh. one of those teas um, were thought of of with balancing your chakras, right? So they have herbs that will support each one of those chakras. Like the root chakra teas are dark red, so they support your your you know your root chakra. And you know something like yellow to for your sacral chakra, I'll have some marigolds or calendula flowers or something like that. So you, you kind of how, we, how we create the blends to yeah. support, right? And so there is an herb that will correspond with each chakra and help support that area so it can balance, right, um, the chakras. Awesome. Oh, I, I, I truly love your uh, teas, the name of your tea company, and I love your spirit. So I, I really want to thank you for just taking the time and, uh, one, sharing this delicious uh, Manifesting Goddess tea. <laughs> Awesome. And two, uh, sharing and giving us a few recommendations that we could take on. How can they find you? ChakraBlissTea.com. ChakraBlissTea.com. And on that website, you can find all of the teas, of course. Um, And then there's the Chakra Bliss University. You can also sign up there for the Chakra Bliss University. Inside the university, you'll find downloads and recipes and eBooks and um, from myself, as well as a few other professors, right? Or contributors. Um, So it's a really rich and valuable tool. Um, And then you will find out how to um, tap into me with the different retreats and events all on that one website. So yeah, it's the place to be, sis. (laughs) <laughs> I look forward to, I look forward to coming to the retreat. I mean, I'm not sure which one I'm going to pick, but I'm definitely coming out that way because that's just something I cannot miss. Thank you so much for your time and Thank cheers. You. Cheers. Love, love, love. It's the love section of Tea Time Midlife Edition with our guest speaker, the focus of love, focus J. Back to the focus of love. Yes, at Tea Time Midlife Edition. Yay! Focus, welcome. Um, Hello, everybody. We are back. Yes, it's exciting. I mean, I'm just going to ask this question right away. Is there a short game, a long game when it comes to dating? Love that question. So the short game is for when you're still kind of healing, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> if you're still kind of healing, you just for companionship, go to the theater, a good place to eat, even if you want a relationship. And that is all. This is where that honesty comes from. Where you can, uh, When you're dating, you're starting on whatever way you're going to do it. You can say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. How about you? And that's mm. not convert the person. Right. Yes. Yes. Most, most of us, we can't even take vitamins thirty days in a row. So you're not going to convert <laughs> their whole status of relationship. So that's the short term. The long term is yes. Am I looking for a partner or a marriage or a spouse? Right. Because in this culture now, hey, Oprah has given us all the permission not to actually get married, but have a yeah and define that for yourself. Right. So you want to also give yourself an opportunity. Define what do I want and ask the right question. Hey, what is your intention? What are you looking for? What makes you happy when it comes to being in a relationship? And then 
be quiet. Let that person actually answer so you can really know where they're coming from and they're not trying to say what they think you want to hear. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got that. Yeah, it actually, it, it falls to me under that umbrella of like study your your potential mate or partner. Exactly. Because yes. if you don't study them or listen yep. to them. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're going to be, they're going to be guessing what you'd want and you you're going to be guessing or yes. using your past to decide what they want. You know. You got it. You got it. I'm <laughs> be trying to fit people in spaces that we want them to versus accepting them for the shape that they actually are. Wow. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week at Tea Time Midlife Edition and the focus of love. Cheers. It's Tea Time Midlife Edition. <laughs>